Warning, this episode contains foul language and at least nine passing planes. listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, sticky, scary, gross, smelly, and everything in between. In each episode, we grab one of our friends and sit down to chat about something weird. And this week is all about monsters. I'm so excited. Monsters by land, monsters by sea, monsters by air. Are they just a myth? Is there some truth to their existence? How much can we really know about the creatures on this enormous planet? So without further ado, this is my lovely co-host, Ashley. Hi, weirdos. Hey. And also joining us today is my good friend and man that you've heard mentioned on this podcast numerous times, George! George! It's me, George. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, George. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Gotta give the people what they want. That's right. I've read your comments, guys. I made it. (laughs) There are no comments. (laughs) There are comments. Everyone's like, when are we gonna know? I need to know more, is basically what they said. I hear his name. I need to know everything about him, is basically what's happened. My principle in life, if there's a 1% chance that something could be real, damn it, we need to figure it out. We do That's very true. I know. I think this is the perfect episode for you, and we're happy you're a fellow weirdo. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite. George is an amazing fan of this podcast. He's the one that texts me like every week giving amazing feedback. Yeah, he's like my Andrew. (laughs) Ashley has her friend that texts her every week. George, you just, you're the most amazing fan. You're the best. Well, it's either work or text you about crazy things. So I'm great at one of those things and it's not work. (laughs) So you helped us with with our Friday the 13th knowledge. Yes. It was so great. Just all the good things. So we love George. We do love George. We're very excited that George is here. And we're going to dive into monsters, cryptids, cryptozoology, all of that in just a minute. Yes, in just a minute. Uh, First, we are going to, uh, well, before we get started on our feedback from last week's episode, um, it's time for our new segment, This Week in Weird. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. Um, So, first of all, um, I have to talk about this. So, fun fact about This Week in Weird. Lauren and I started This Week in Weird because we thought it would be a cute and clever idea to report on uh, quote-unquote news uh, <laughs> stories from the likes of National Enquirer and Weekly World News as if they were real news stories taking place around the world and not just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, however, this weekend I was informed that the National Enquirer enthusiastically endorsed Donald Trump's 2016 presidency 
So unfortunately, that means I will no longer be purchasing copies of or quoting stories from the National Enquirer. Oh, sorry, National Enquirer. Uh, but the good news is the internet exists, so we're Yay. still going to be bringing you This Weekend Weird. Uh, I just wanted to make sure everyone was aware that we're no longer using the National Enquirer for our sources. Boo, Enquirer, we boo. We will also be having a sacrificial uh, burning of the copies of National Enquirer um, on my patio directly after this <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so I have two really cool, uh, weird news stories. Penny, get Penny, get out of get, here. Go. Get um, to stepping. Get to stepping. Go take a nap. You love naps. <laughs> Anyways, um, so if you got our newsletter last week, you saw that there is a new Amityville movie to be released this summer. Uh, Amityville: The Awakening is about a family of four, a mother and her three children, moving into the famous house on Ocean Avenue with no knowledge of the prior events. Uh, Amityville The Awakening had a release date of April 2015, but was mysteriously taken off the upcoming release list. Now, according to the studio, it was shelved because they wanted a more prominent release date after the success of The Conjuring movies and Lights Out in the summer. Uh, But according to Christopher Quaratino, one of the children to survive the famous 28-day stint of the Lutz family in the house that may not be the whole story. Mm. Uh, Quarantino says that he himself may likely be the cause. He's been making his own movie about Amityville with his own production company that he started, apparently to finally tell the absolute truth of the horrors they witnessed inside that house. That wasn't his only motivation to stall the film, though. It turns out that the filmmakers and the studios did not have the rights to depict the Lutz children, nor oh. did the 2005 Ryan Reynolds version. MGM had the rights to depict the children at $400 per child for a different Amityville movie that eventually was sacked, but that was before they were all of legal age and it was all signed off by their parents. Uh, They were all adults by the time the 2005 movie was released and therefore had the right to renegotiate the terms for a new film. Uh, George Letts who was the stepfather uh, uh-huh. that Ryan Reynolds played, uh-huh. uh, also went to the studi- went at the studios in 2005 in an attempt to sue over the portrayal of himself in the film as an axe-wielding psychopath. Uh, he lost the suit and strangely passed away the day that the suit ass? was settled. He passed away that yeah. day? That's crazy. The day that it was like settled and it was found out that he lost. Oh, and if shit. Ryan Reynolds is playing you with those abs, why I know. Why, are why would you, you complain? Just be like, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> exactly how it happened. Yeah, yeah. And that's, um, that's exactly, exactly what I looked what like. I looked like. <laughs> Uh, the you. studios actually deny that Christopher's interference is what's keeping what keeps pushing the release date back, but I suppose we will see what happens. I'm super excited to see his film. Um, yeah. I mean, I know it's like his own production company. It's probably going to be like super indie, but like to see what he has to say about right, what happened his there point is of pretty view. awesome. I'm a big fan. So this one, uh, this other news story, this is kind of outdated, but I read about it this past week and it fits our episode perfectly, so I had to share. Uh, have you guys heard of Wessie? No. Wessie. Is this a cousin of Nessie? Yes. Oh. Um, Wessie <laughs> is a river monster in Maine. Oh. Uh, named after Nessie. There have been support. Uh, Wessie. Supposed- <laughs> Wessie. <laughs> That's like, what, what I rhymes with Nessie? Sessie. Tessie. Jessie. Jessie. Wessie's a name. Um, <laughs> So there have been supposed sightings of this long snake-like monster in Maine for the past couple of years. People have reported seeing Wessie around the Presumpscot River in Westbrook. 
Uh, one resident reported that she saw a snake as long as 10 feet feasting on a beaver in a park near her home. A flurry of reports came in after that. People couldn't figure out if it was actually happening or if it was just mass hysteria. There are rat snakes in the area, but none of them should be close to that size. Then in August of last year, a snake skin was found almost fully intact, measuring 12 feet, one inch long, which would probably make the snake about 11 feet long. Uh, Cryptozoologists have searched the area for signs of a snake that large. They have found no tracks of it, which um, it should make if it's that big. But they have found several troughs and holes that indicate the presence of a large snake. They do believe it to be a python that is not native to the area, so it's probably a pet that someone lost or set loose and has now grown to be extremely large. They are doing DNA testing on the skin to try and find an exact breed. Oh. Uh, and I just have a note here. The Burmese python can grow up to 16 feet. No, nope, But it's my... rare, so they don't know exactly what this is. Snakes but are these stupid. people aren't crazy. Yeah. Yes. There's an actual, like... Python, yeah. anaconda, snake in Maine. yeah. Named Wessie. Named Wessie. So cryptozoologists, like, they're onto something, you know? They are. They're, well, not, they're, not, they're not just they're not all, all nuts. Yeah. No, they some are, it. and they shouldn't even be called cryptozoologists. I feel like that name is even too kind for some of the crazies that are oh, out I know. there. But there's some, there's some decent humans. Um, but that's all I have for this week in Weird. Weird. Some weird, fun news weird, stories that weird. are not from the... Uh, na- oh, do that again. That was fun. Weird. 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 <laughs> that'll be our new echo when yeah, we finish I can, like, our new segment that in, but i prefer to hear you do that sure sure yes. sure, sure. <laughs> live every week <laughs> um so feedback from last week i okay so i said i had feedback i don't really have feedback but i wanted to tell the story yes. of what happened to us do you remember after we got done so we filmed last or filmed we recorded last week with uh, Ben, where we were talking about, uh, we just got done talking about the strangers and the Manson family, where people break into your home and kill you for no reason whatsoever. Real lighthearted uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, really, really, yeah, lighthearted, um, no fear at all. Ben had just left, and Lauren and I were hanging out and drinking some wine, and we were oh, recording, yeah. yeah, we were recording um, the little commercials that we had last week, and there was a knock on my door. And I hate answering the door if I'm not expecting someone because of a ton of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are in this neighborhood and they, I just, I don't care to yeah chat. Of so course. I snuck to the door and like looked through the peephole and there was a guy outside and he had something under his arm. So I immediately thought maybe it was a package, but he was not wearing FedEx clothes. He wasn't wearing like U.S. Postal Service mm-hmm. clothes or like UPS and I watched him for a minute, and then he knocked on my neighbor's door and, like, waited for both of us. But he also wasn't – it wasn't a Bible, and he wasn't dressed nice. Yeah. He was in, like, a T-shirt. And, and then he like box, right? Yeah, he, like, quickly ran after, like, no one answered. He, like, shuffled away and, like, quickly ran down the stairs. So, like, Lauren and I were just like, huh. okay. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's what we're looking at tonight. Not also. a fan. I and ended I up walking made her, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, to I made her car. walk outside with me because I was terrified. It was just really super weird, especially super. after our conversation that we just had yeah, about absolutely. the Mansons and the strangers. And yeah. it was like, what? what? How is cool. this happening to us right now? What do you think was in the box? 
Yeah, I'm What's so in curious. the box? What's in the box? <laughs> like one of my aunt's kids. Oh, I don't okay. Know. okay. Well, wow, we went I just there. Went, like, That's the, to where the darkest we place. Yeah. Ashley like, Cassidy. I have a couple aunts that like I don't talk to that much, so I feel like that's not the darkest place I could have gone. Sure. Okay. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> okay. as long as you don't talk to them, we can take their heads <laughs> off real quick. Take totally fine. Put them in a box. Um, so I had a little story from last week. So Ashley told a really creepy story about Slu in the hospital there, mm-hmm. and it's where um, the exorcism took place, or where the little boy was, right? Yeah, they the held him boy. at the hospital, yes. and a couple of the exorcisms, a couple of the 30 exorcisms right. took place at Slu. Okay, and yeah, and that, that area is now torn down, we think, but it used to be super haunted. So then my friend Jill, who she's actually commented on the podcast before, she had a creepy story about the Bermuda Triangle in Beverly Hills, but she once again... Came through through. and texted me, and so I'm going to start reading this from her point of view now. She said, okay, listening to the podcast, so crazy, it reminds me of UCLA. My lab was in the basement of UCLA's old hospital before the new one was built, and the lab is open 24 hours. So many of my coworkers on the night shift have reported odd things happening in the halls and in our storage rooms, which used to be operating rooms. One night, my coworker was walking down the hall, which was under renovation because they're seismically upgrading the building. No one was around, and as she was passing, this radio unit turned on. The construction workers had left it lying around, and they used to talk, used to use it to talk. She says she heard it crackle on and say her name, clear as day. Her other coworkers have reported hearing voices empty in the empty halls in the middle of the night and feeling like they weren't alone or when they were in the former ORs. It's Cray, and I just wanted to share. No. So nope. super scary. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. No. Those old operating rooms, you just think like some crazy shit mm-hmm. must have gone down in there. So yeah, that was super old scary. Old operating room? No, I... Yeah. yeah. First wow. of all, a radio to turn on and say your name. That's the, the thing. When, the, when people say that they heard their name, like the story I told about Slew, where yeah. he finally, the last trip by the door, he heard Robert clear as day, and like, well, that was his name, but he heard his name clear yeah. as day, and was like, no, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. run for your life. Yeah. So creepy. It's apparently just college hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that is the theme. Because <laughs> you got the college ghosts, but you also have the hospital ghosts. Exactly. So you have like the people who have died and then some, like in the hospital, like uh-huh. yeah. died of whatever causes there, the but then you have like some binge boredom. drinking. Oh, sure. Oh. <laughs> binge drinking in the college. In class. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went two different ways. Yeah. What okay. did you do in college? I just drank. in the night right there. <laughs> yeah, well, I should have drank more because I was at risk of the the death by boredom. Sure, sure. I was um. at risk for the alcohol poisoning. So. <laughs> but yeah, SLU and UCLA guys, stay out of those hospitals. That's weird. We're going to have to investigate further on I know. That. We're going to have to have an episode on college hospitals. <laughs> college hospitals. It's going to be a very specific episode. Yeah. And you've already heard two of the stories. That's so. just too creepy. I know. No, so thank you. Thank you, Jill. That was super great. Yeah, and then Jill. Yeah, thanks, That's Jill. Awesome. I'll make sure to call you when I can't sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so you TV can stay. And my turns on saying my name. <laughs> George. George. Um, and then my other super quick tiny piece of news is we talked about the Mansons last week. So we talked about the strangers. And literally the next day, ABC was like, guess what? We're going to have a Charles Manson documentary on Friday night. So... This episode, by the time you hear it, we're recording earlier, obviously, but you guys will be hearing this episode on Friday, so it airs tonight for all you oh, listeners. Cool. It's on Friday night on ABC. Isn't so. it? It's uh, it's like never before seen interview footage. footage. Yeah. 
uh, and like trial footage. Mm-hmm. And is there an, a current interview or just never before seen? Because the videos that I saw of him and the like older. quick trailer, they definitely look older. Yeah, I don't think it's recent. He looks. I like think it's old. He he's looks gonna like die. Death. Yeah, uh, any minute. He's yeah. like very close to death. You hear he all the time like he's in and out of the hospital. He's not doing well. So no, these are older. It's just never before seen footage that Still. they're releasing and like crazy interviews with him just saying the most ridiculous things with that swastika in the middle of his forehead. It's nuts. So what a, hey. tune in, guys, because we didn't tell you the whole story. So there's lots more Manson craziness. Yeah, to I'm hear. definitely going to watch it. Oh, wait, I don't have TV. I'll find it. I know. Get the ABC <laughs> Oh, wait, app. I'm so poor. Oh, I might. That's the thing, because you can log in with the cable login you moved off that I also use. Can you not tell my secrets live guys. on... If we're doing shady shit, okay, we yeah, all yeah, do it. Whoa. We we're, all we're, do it. We have a podcast about like paranormal, supernatural. We're de- we definitely talk about how the government hides stuff from us. So yeah. they're obviously listening to this. And now right. Lauren just and like I'm Middle Eastern, and you're Middle Eastern. No, no, you didn't have to lists. say that, George. They can only shit. hear your voice. They you can't know. see, but I shaved my beard. <laughs> I'm trying to keep a low profile. Low profile. <laughs> Guys, we all gotta. We all and gotta then be Lauren just yeah. outs my sting, my HBO Go sting up. I'm so I didn't say anything about HBO. You, oh, you guys are right. outing so yourselves okay. left and right. George you know and what? Ashley. Actually, oh thank you for God. joining us today. I keep it weird. We have to go because we have to there's a knock on the door the and it's country. the FBI. <laughs> Snowden is gonna be on our next podcast. <laughs> Skyping him in from whatever hole he's hiding in. We're gonna be in um, that hole with him. Um. Okay. Okay. We, let's get. Let's take get. Let's get okay. um, okay. <laughs> Cryptids. Cryptids. Cryptozoology. Um, okay. So I'm gonna start because I'm Do bossy, it. and also because oh. I have a personal uh, story to go along with my cryptid. Um. So this had to have been. I think I was in eighth grade ish and it was me and my sister and one of our mutual friends who was even younger than my sister so she had to be in like sixth fifth fifth grade fifth Mm -hmm. or fourth grade she was young um and i was young as well and we were out in my backyard i'm from southern illinois for anyone who doesn't know um and we were out in my backyard and we were on the swing set um Mm -hmm. we were just sitting and talking or playing a game i don't know and all of the sudden a huge shadow went over our bodies and we immediately looked up in the sky and there was it was the biggest it was the biggest animal i'd ever seen in, in my life it was an animal for it sure. was a bird oh. and i i'm wearing my jurassic park shirt today Woo! i had seen jurassic park so yeah. i know what a fucking dinosaur is yeah so i immediately was like that's a pterodactyl and I'm going to die. But I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It flew over my backyard and we had like acres. It flew over my backyard, over my house. I was just staring up at this thing, terrified. I eventually like looked over at Lainey, my little sister's friend, and she was looking up too. So I was like, thank God I'm not crazy. And she had tears streaming down her face. And eventually she looked at me and we just ran like screaming i don't know where my sister was i think she went in to like use the bathroom or she wasn't outside and we ran in the house screaming and i actually called my mom and asked her about it today like hey do you remember that time we saw a monster and she was like yes like you were so she said you came in 
and your face was just white and you guys were crying and you were hysterical and all you could say was that there was a monster outside. And uh, I remember just like, I remember saying there's a dinosaur outside. And of course my mom actually, like she was so convinced because it was so scary. She ran out immediately to try and see what this thing was that we saw and there was nothing there. Of course. Uh, my sister actually, was, she thought we were like trying to scare her. She was like, stop, it's not funny. And we were like, yeah. we know, it's, we're not laughing. This mm-hmm. is, we've never been this scared in our lives. So anyways, a couple of years later, I think like two years later, I was a sophomore in high school and my parents got me one of those, uh, Penny, <laughs> how about we migrate this uh, into the other room? Little one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Penny, see um, you later. My parents got me for Christmas one of those, uh, it was Weird Illinois. Do you know those weird books? It's like Weird Illinois, Weird California, yes, yeah. Weird whatever. It tells you all the like weird stuff in mm-hmm. your state. And there was a chapter on the Thunderbirds <coughs> of Illinois, which are, there's been many, many sightings since like the beginning of time of giant man-eating birds in Illinois. So I was like, over the moon. I was like, see? I was like, this is what I saw. I was I, I swear, this is what I saw. I saw this. Yeah. And I took the book over to my grandma's house that day because it was Christmas. <sighs> we are going to do presents and dinner and everything. And I remember, like, still freaking out. And I was like, Grandma, I saw it. And she, like, completely nonchalantly was like, yeah, we saw it. And I was like, what? She was like, about two years ago. Yeah, because my, no. na- my grandma lives less than a mile from my house. Yeah. Like, they're basically our neighbors. She was like, yeah, Grandpa and I, we were in the yard, and he was mowing, and I was I was gardening or whatever, and, and it flew over. It's the biggest thing I've ever seen. So this and giant like, dinosaur bird flew over all of you. I've been thinking I'm crazy for yeah. years. And she was just like, yeah, it was nuts. Oh, my God. Like, okay. Why wasn't there a discussion about this? Yeah, why didn't we sit down and, like, light our pitchforks on this. fire and, like... <laughs> Go find this monster. Yeah, she just totally... It'd be like kings for yeah. years. Didn't even care. Yeah. Didn't even phase her that this monster had. That is over. nuts. I can't believe you saw that and that multiple people saw that. Yeah, multiple. I actually... Uh, it was in the newspaper. Uh, it's been in the newspaper several times. So I'll talk about the legend of the Thunderbird. So Thunderbirds obviously are large bird-like creatures. Um, mostly, well, they're identified in the Native American tradition Specifically, the Cahokia Indians. Do you remember Cahokia Mounds? Uh-huh. Did you ever have to take a field trip there? Uh-huh. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's just like hills, and just then you some find hills. out that like there's a ton of Cahokian Indians buried underneath them. Yep, and oh, you're like, oh, these hills are fun. Oh, wait, this got weird really yeah, fast. Yeah, this got weird <laughs> yeah. super fast. Uh, in Africa, <laughs> Europe, and Asia, the creature is known as a roke. Uh, Thunderbirds are regarded by a small number of researchers as having, uh, lizard-like features, much like the extinct pterodactyl. Uh, reports of Thunderbirds go back centuries, and fossil records do show giant birds with a wingspan of 12 to 18 feet were likely contemporary with early man. Um, so another cool thing about the Thunderbird, the Illinois Thunderbird, is that uh, the Indians actually called it the Piasaw bird, which translates into man-eating bird. Mm-hmm. I went to Camp Piasaw. That was my like. That was my summer camp oh my in gosh. Alton, Illinois, already the Bermuda Triangle of town. Illinois. I went to Camp Piasaw. I literally went to Camp Thunderbird, and oh this was like God. way before I saw this evil creature. That's pretty um, crazy. It was meant to be. Yep. I know. 
So there's a large mural of the Piasaw bird on the bluffs of the Mississippi River in Alton, Illinois, depicting the bird as having the face of a lion with like large teeth and really meany eyes, large claws and talons and reptilian scales. Um, it literally sounds like it's a dragon. Yeah. Like the Indians saw a dragon. Right. They're like, it's a bird. It's like, no, it's a dragon. It sounds um, like a dragon. The mural was created prior to the arrival of any European explorers in the region. Um, but they think it might have been painted as a graphic symbol to warn strangers traveling down the Mississippi that they were entering Cahokian territory. It also could have been a symbol of a god that they worshipped, or maybe even a warning of dangerous creatures in the area. Uh, it was the largest Native American painting ever found in North America, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the man-eating bird, in 1836, John Russell, who was a professor of Greek and Latin, wrote an article about the famous Piasaw bird. He basically studied the Illini and Cahokia Indians and all of their uh, stories and their mythology with this bird, and then came to, like, his own conclusions. Uh, he said the creature in the painting was a huge bird that lived in the cliffs. He claimed that this creature attacked and devoured people in a nearby Indian uh, village, Legend says a chief named Oatoga managed to slay the monster using a plan given to him in a dream from the Great Spirit, and he claimed that the mural was probably painted by the Indians as a commemoration of the heroic event. Mm. And also, the mural, now it's been repainted, it's like basically brand new, but like the mural, when they first discovered it, had a ton of like chips and stuff in it from arrows. So basically, Indians, when they, the, the Native Americans, when they would sail past it, would shoot their, it was a tradition to shoot their arrows at the monster, like, oh. to, com- they think maybe to commemorate, like, the time that they actually yeah. killed right. it. Right. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Russell, actually, uh, he, in his findings, he claimed that there should be some sort of caves where this bird lived up in the bluffs in Alton. So he and a guide went looking for the caves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decided to try and locate them um, where the Piasaw supposedly lived. He described a large cave on top of a on the top of a bluff that was supposedly almost 150 feet high, and this was already after a dangerous hike. So he doesn't think that the Native Americans would have been able to access this cave with the technology that they had at the time. But once they found one of the caves, they found a large number of bones. Uh, human bones, large animal bones, no large bird bones, though. And he estimated the remains of thousands of creatures, human, animal, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a burial ground, but how would they, one, how would they get up there? And two, how would they get up there carrying bodies? Right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then the rope uh, has been portrayed in Sanskrits. Uh, it's always portrayed like carrying an elephant in its claws. Like, th- that's how big it is. Or like fighting a crocodile. Jesus. Wow. Um, and there's several paintings so it's supposed of to be it. huge. Yeah, there's like paintings from like the 1800s, the 1600s. Um, uh, shall we wait for this thunderbird that's passing yeah, now? Apparently one is outdoors right now. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, in the 13th century, this is kind of cool, Marco Polo wrote about a large bird oh. um, that his, him and his troops discovered. Uh, it was for, this is an exact quote from him, it was for all the world like an eagle, but one indeed of enormous size, so big in fact that its quills were 12 paces long and thick in proportion, and it's so strong that it would seize an elephant in its talons and carry him high into the air and drop him so that it smashed to pieces 
Having so killed him, the bird would swoop down on him and eat him at leisure. Mm. So that's kind of nuts. Yep. Uh, in Creepy. 1880, two cowboys in Arizona killed a giant bird-like creature with an enormous wingspan. It was said to have had smooth skin, featherless wings, and a bat-like face that resembled an alligator. Ew. This description is similar to that of a prehistoric pterodactyl, an animal who they didn't know existed yet. Right. So it wasn't like, I saw a pterodactyl. Yeah. They didn't know what a pterodactyl was. But, but they were describing it almost perfectly. Yeah. Jurassic Park hadn't come out yet. Yeah. No, not <laughs> in 1880. Like, how would they know what a pterodactyl was? Um, apparently, they dragged the carcass back to town where they pinned it up with its wings outstretched, and it was the entire length of a small barn. No Which way. is kind of crazy. A picture of the event was supposedly published in the local newspaper, um, although skeptics say that people are conjuring up false memories of a photograph that never existed. Uh, but Ivan T. Sanderson, who is a biologist and a writer from Scotland, claimed till the day he died in 1973 that he at one point uh, possessed a copy of the photograph of the monster. Um, and then sightings are everywhere. In the 40s, like in 1948, Overland, Illinois, uh, three people spotted what they first thought was a passing plane, but after seeing a large set of flapping wings, they realized it was alive. Uh, a few weeks later in Alton, Illinois, a man and his son... Um, let's see, St. Louis, uh, around the same time, there was a spike in Thunderbird sightings in the late 20th century, uh, and, and some of the sightings were also accompanied by large footprints and feathers, like huge feathers. Mm -hmm. Um, in 1977 in Lawndale, Illinois, this was actually in the newspaper, I found the newspaper article, it was pretty cool, uh, three boys were playing in a backyard when two large birds approached and chased the boys. Two boys escaped unharmed, but the third boy, a 10-year-old Marlon Lowe, uh, wasn't so lucky. One of the birds reportedly clamped his shoulder with its claws and lifted him about two feet off the ground, carrying him some distance. Uh, the boy fought against the bird, which eventually released him. And the descriptions of the birds at the time, uh, many witnesses matched that of an Andean condor, which is a bird from South America, but this bird... One is not able to lift heavy objects. Two has never been sighted in North America. So. Yeah, so it seems very bizarre. 2001 in Southern Illinois, there were sightings. That was the one that I saw. Uh, 2002 uh, in Alaska, a bird of approximately 14 feet uh, was spotted. 2007 in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Now, um, something that I found that was super interesting. So... When I was first reading about the Thunderbird back in the day when I got that weird Illinois book, mm -hmm. I they had said suggested that the Thunderbird's name was it was called the Thunderbird because when it flapped its wings it was so loud that it sounded like thunder. Mm -hmm. But really, uh, a lot of people attribute it to something else. So the ancient supposedly extinct birds that a lot of people think is the Thunderbird, basically a prehistoric bird. Um, those birds supposedly followed the drafts directly co uh, like correlated with storms to stay in flight because they were so large. You know how like eagles, when they, they use like the winds against yeah. the mountains to like yeah. lift their bodies because they're enormous? These birds would actually use storm systems to stay in flight longer to migrate. Mm. So Thunderbird is actually the birds that arrive with the thunder. Okay. So it has nothing to do with the sound of their with wings. The sound they of would the glide wings. on like the back of the thunder. And then this is kind of cool. John Keel, 
who wrote the Mothman prophecies. Yeah, just talked uh, about him. He, along with several other cryptozoologists, claimed to have mapped several Thunderbird sightings and found that they corresponded chronologically and geographically with storms moving across the United States. Oh, shoot. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these supposedly extinct birds were also known to be pitch black and nocturnal, which would certainly like explain why there hasn't been video evidence of them existing. Do you think this is like the only monster that doesn't have like <laughs> pictures and videos all over the internet, <laughs> there are whether pictures fake or and not? Videos, but... but it's like it's hard because you can't tell like the distance that they're taking the picture. Right. Because like that bird's enormous, but really it could be like right above their head. Yeah. Or it's like that bird doesn't look big and it's like that bird's a mile away. Right. Like so all the yeah. pictures that I saw I was like that could actually be a fucking huge bird. But how the hell do I know? It's just like planes. There's no yeah, real difference. No... You see a plane right. and you're like, that could be ginormous or the size of a car. Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever know. Unless you like know, hear it. So like away. that's the only time yeah. is when yeah. you get, it's so that low that you can hear it that it's like, oh, that's a big plane. So this is kind of cool too. The Do you know what the Deinonychus is? Mm-mm. I feel like I, I do. But keep going. The Deinonychus is a velociraptor. Ah. Yes. They only changed the name to Velociraptor for Jurassic Park to make it sound, like, scarier. But it's a right. Dionychus. Uh, Velociraptor fossils have been found all across the United States. Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, Oklahoma, even in Maryland. Um, and a lot of people actually believe that Velociraptors had wings. Mm-hmm. They know they had feathers. Yeah. They yeah. know they were like giant predatorial birds. Well, and I thought I heard that raptors weren't as big as Jurassic Park depicts them. Like that they were a they lot were, smaller they were not, and not necessarily They were a lot creepy. smaller, but they were, yeah. Okay. I, I'll show you an actual picture of them. They look like birds. They look right. a little they bit like dodo and, birds, yeah. but with sharp ass teeth and yeah. huge talons. And they were predators. They weren't scavengers. They actually yeah. were like carnivores, okay. I think. So basically imagine like, but they were, they were about, they think possibly the wingspan could be about 11 feet, mm. 11 to 13 feet on Velociraptors, wow. Deinonychus. Um, and it was, the Velociraptor is the first dinosaur fossil that led scientists and archaeologists um, to conclude that dinosaurs were actually related closer to birds than reptiles and that they were most likely warm-blooded creatures. Um, and obviously the Velociraptor probably had feathers instead of scales or mm-hmm. both. It was kind of interesting because, you know, there could have been an event or a disease that wiped out a lot of dinosaurs and the rest evolved into modern day large birds, large alligators, large crocodiles, large blah, blah, blah. Just recently, uh, giant prehistoric bird fossils were found in Ant- Antarctica with wingspans of 21 feet. Ugh. Which is insane. That's They're so 90 big. million. Too big. Too big. Too big. Way too, too big. big. I hate it. 90 million year old fossils. They're Ugh. among the oldest avian records found. Uh, and it's hard too. Apparently, bird bones are so brittle. Because they're that, hollow. Yeah, because they're yeah. hollow and they're small. Because they even said, like, a velociraptor, even though its size, it actually only weighed, like, I could pick one up. Yeah. Like, even though it was, like, big and it would have been like, ah, like, I could actually, light. like, lift it because it was so light. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to preserve those, which is why, like, pterodactyls, I was trying to look up, like, places that they've been found, and they haven't really been found, like, anywhere because their bones don't last. Yeah. Like, they don't get preserved. And also, the the places that they would die weren't necessarily places that would, like, hold those bones. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the the birds found, all the bird fossils found in Antarctica, uh, it kind of offers further evidence of an intense warming event during the late Cretaceous period, right before the mass extinction. So if you think about it, the creatures in the sea mm-hmm. and the creatures in the air at the time of the mass extinction, the earth got too warm or the earth got too cold or the earth whatever, those animals that were in the sea mm-hmm. or those animals that could migrate faster and fly would be the ones that would continue on. Yeah. That yeah, wouldn't would go survive. extinct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they'd be able to move to warmer climates or colder climates and mm-hmm. they'd be able to escape that. So right. a lot of people think that well, first of all, all large birds, especially raptor birds, eagles and vultures and whatever, those are the closest relatives to dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. So basically, there's a dinosaur in Illinois. Yep. There for sure is. <laughs> but I was looking at a map and I was looking at all the sightings and it was like Texas, there was some in Mexico, there was some up in Canada, there was some... In Ohio, it was literally, it looked like, I mean, you could draw a straight line down from Canada to, like, through Mexico, like, just a straight line to hit all the Thunderbird sightings. Mm -hmm. It could be their migrational patterns. Totally. Yeah. And it's just hitting up all the hot spots. Hitting up all the hot spots. Scaring all the little kitties. Scaring all those kids and picking kids up. I will say, though, yeah, when it flew, like, over my house, over my entire backyard in my house, it didn't flap its wings once. It was just like was soaring just over. Ugh. I would have been enormous. so freaked out. Yeah, I don't it was know how you handled that. I know. My mom today, because I called her, I was like, hey, do you happen to remember? And like immediately, she was like, yes, you were so scared. Yeah. She was like, you were so scared yeah. that I was scared. Yeah. Like, I ran out of the house freak out. to yeah. figure out what can. And then, of course, my grandma. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, no big deal. It was fine. I saw a Thunderbird. Just another Sunday. Yeah, just another day in the life. That is so weird. Thunderbirds are crazy. I don't. I don't think creatures would scare me, but like if the TV turned on alone, I'm moving out. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's that's my gauge of scary things. But I don't know. I haven't seen a thunderbird or a. I feel like if I saw it, so yeah, who knows? Yeah, I feel like if I saw it now, I'd be like, "Holy shit, bird!" Balls. But you wouldn't necessarily this is be terrified. But as a kid. Jurassic Park to me at the time was a real, you know, that was a found footage film. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I thought that shit was real. Totally. So seeing this, I was just like, well, this is how I die. Yep. And there's a dinosaur here, dinosaur. just like the movie told yeah, me. Yeah, I came in. There's a dinosaur. You're there's fine. There's a dino. Everything's fine, honey. You're good. Man, that's crazy. That's pretty awesome. So that's our monster of the air. Yeah, that's our monster. Oh, yeah, that was kind of cool, too. We didn't realize that we did this until yesterday because we all kind of picked our perspective, like, monsters to talk about. And I, of course, wanted to do Thunderbird because I'd seen one. And then Lauren picked uh, some monsters that are in the water. In in the the water. And then George picked monsters that were in on land in the woods woods. so it was like how the hell did we do that that was perfect (laughs) we really mastered being podcast hosts i know we've we've done it that's it we've done it we've made it we don't have to record anymore no this is our last episode we've done everything that we can do what are we going to do do we want to see i think we should go to the land i think it's like the sky to the land to the sea yes that's a good idea that's perfect all right so george my monster is sasquatch or Bigfoot. Love it. 
So I love Bigfoot because it's it's portrayed in the media so much crazier than the normal sightings, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's this awesome thing that just kind of, it got picked up in all the stories and everybody just ran with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So a little background about Squatchy. Squirrel <laughs> buddy Squatch. Little Squatch, also known as Bigfoot. He's believed to be an ape-like creature that exists in the forests of the Pacific Northwest region of the United States and British Columbia. It is believed to be a remote creature. Local names like Bigfoot, Yeti in Nepal, Yowie in Australia, Urine in China, and in the Native American tribes, again, just like the Thunderbirds, they're the ones, at least in my opinion, they loved the land so much and knew every part of it and really took care of it. So these things weren't foreign to them. Like, a lot of people say, like, Bigfoot, it was a big fad in, like, the 40s and 50s, and everybody ran with it. But we have paintings and guidebooks from Native Americans that start much earlier than that. But when we started recording sightings of Sasquatch, it was in 1921. And since then, up until 2013, there have been 3,300 plus sightings. Holy shit. So in Whoa. my mind, that's too many sightings. That's too many yeah. sightings. Like it's it's that's too much. Crazy. Stop seeing him. <laughs> Stop seeing Sasquatch. Yeah. All the stories are way too similar. Mm-hmm. And again, like how I started the podcast, it just takes one to be true. Yeah. That's all that I need. Like it could be 99% of people that are lying for whatever reason to be like i saw this giant guy Mm -hmm. or 99 percent of them saw a bear that looked a little bit different and said that's sasquatch but there could be one yeah there could be one out of the three thousand plus sightings that are like what the heck is that (laughs) what the heck is that that's not a bear right and because so many of the sightings at least in my mind they're so similar and there's no benefit A lot of the people are construction workers in the Pacific Northwest or hikers or hunters that if you go home and you tell somebody that you've seen Sasquatch, you're crazy. You're you're nuts. There's no reason. People have not gone back to their jobs because they're too terrified to go back and their whole lives change. Yeah. Well, it's like that scene in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind where they're all at the, uh, I think it's like a press junket or whatever and yeah. they're like i didn't ask to see this like yeah. i didn't want to see yeah, this, right. this i knew this would I make want. my life yeah harder. i knew that people would call me crazy yeah i but i did so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely like there are people that have moved out of their homes there are people that have lost their jobs there are so people sad yeah and it's like nobody would choose that no why right. would you choose there's no benefit to, they're not getting like no thousands of Especially dollars with so why yeah you're not going to be on ABC getting handed, you know, movie yeah. contracts totally. about Sasquatch. So a little history about um, his name. The the Native Americans called him uh, Wendigo. Uh, goes by various names in many different tribes. Is also told um, by Native American people uh, today. It's particularly close to uh, northern states and Canada. And he's a ghoulish creature, and he is said to be a man-eater. So that's kind of the big one. Yeah, there's... good. Yeah. Skin is said to be uh, yellowish, uh, yellowish brown, sharp teeth, and he's taller than most humans. From 8 to 15 feet tall. 
is kind of what people yeah, have said. Yeah, 15 feet? Yeah, that's, those Can't are the reports. Yeah, the term Sasquatch comes from the Native American language, and I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, mm-hmm. but bear with me. Holocomillin. Perfect. With, that nailed sounds, it. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Which is, yeah, which is the Native American language, and it is pronounced Sasquets, which is a translation of wild men. That's kind of what it is. And, yeah, we found many paintings and guidebooks, and they'll tell the hunters in uh, all the cave paintings where to stay away from because there's no way you're going to be able to take. Because of the wild men. Because of the wild men. It's kind of like, it's kind of sad because it's kind of like Kong. The story of King yeah. Kong, how mm-hmm. he had more, there were more of him, and yeah. he's the only one left. Yep. So the that could very well have been a tribe of, you know, specifically tall, hairy, cannibalistic, wild maybe? Yeah. Wild yeah. men, and now there's, you know. There's only one little squatchy left. We, do, we don't know. There's, yeah, guy. there's no. a lot of them. But yeah, a lot of people, um, at least the biggest thing I hear is, it's just conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory that's gone nuts, and that's that. My favorite thing about conspiracy theories is as soon as they're solved, that's it. They're just common knowledge. So my favorite story is the giant panda. The giant panda was a conspiracy theory. There are people reporting. There's a black and white bear in the hills, in the mountains, that only eats, it's a vegetarian. It only eats plants. Everyone thought they were crazy. For years and years and years, it was crazy. Until one missionary, which I believe was related to Theodore Roosevelt. I think he was his nephew. He was a missionary, a French Catholic missionary. He went and sure enough, found the panda. Found the panda, took three of them back. And all the Chinese government immediately was like, oh yeah, we knew all about them. This isn't (laughs) something crazy that you found. We've always known about the Great Red Panda. It's not a conspiracy theory. Even though all the artwork they had, every single picture, every single drawing they had, it never included the panda. Yeah. But they still claimed that it was common knowledge. It wasn't some crazy hoax. We all knew about it. You guys just took them back to America. Hmm. So the panda's a conspiracy theory gone true. Mm -hmm. It's something that we all know now. They're very difficult to breed. They're dying off. There's barely any amount of them i promise you if you throw them in these giant wilderness forests that we have you will not be able to find them yeah the amount that we have is so small turn that into a creature that can reproduce that can hunt that can survive they could stay hidden for a very long time yeah yeah like if you fly over northern canada or northern states southern canada You'll go hours and hours without seeing a thing. Just woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're telling me... There's a lot of that woods that's lot. not even explored. Yeah. yeah. It's People dense. don't even there's, know what's in there. Yeah, there's a ton. So Just so crazy to think about. Yeah. I'll read yeah. one story. I have two of my favorite stories, but they're they're quick. One of them takes place in Illinois. <gasps> hey, so Illinois. Yay, you guys will like yeah. that. George, you're the in best guest ever. <laughs> McHenry County. Shut up. Really? That's where my grandma lives. Yeah. This, that is so weird. This might yeah. be your grandma. McHenry's super small, too, so that's weird. It's like an hour outside of Chicago, and it's like super small. Okay, yeah. this is this just got interesting. This, this Boy. is. So, this is, this happened in February, uh, Saturday 18th in 2000, 
13. Oh. That's my dad's birthday, too. This is just no. getting real. February no. 18th. This is just getting crazy. Yeah, and I love this because this is, is in 2013. Yeah, this, this isn't is like, like, you know, in back in the... Yeah, like no. we were... Shit, most of man. us, if you're listening to this and you... Yeah, I mean, it, we all know this If you year. weren't born in if you were born, 2013, turn this off, listen to something else. Go sleep. Go to sleep. Okay, real quick, I'll kind of rifle through this. Okay, location details that happened on the street in the in the happened on my street in the lake uh, by the hills at my house behind my house and neighbor's pool and right behind my house. So she saw him quite a number of times. The big one where she observed it, and this is her uh, writing this. I woke up on the 18th as I did almost every morning at the same time, except at this time I used to smoke. So I went out for a cigarette and a coffee. When I looked up towards the neighbor's above-ground pool, I saw it. I saw him walking from one corner of the house towards the pool. It was tall. I would say maybe seven, seven and a half feet tall. It wasn't huge, but it was very tall and very muscular, like a younger one. That's why I called him the youngster. He was curious. He always hit the pool and would throw rocks in it. He was heading towards the only set of trees, uh, trees around which was to, to my north. I went up the stairs of my son's bedroom to take a better look out the window. He must have saw me and didn't like me watching him because he threw something at the house, so I stopped watching. He was a darker color. I would almost say it was black, a little bit lighter. I don't think, I don't think he thought anybody uh, was awake that morning, so that's why he came out and then he ran back into the woods. So that's actually a common thing that I've heard with Bigfoot and Sasquatch is yeah. the throwing of rocks. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So many stories. Such like a caveman story. response. Yeah, yeah. I feel like of just like I'm angry. Of, yeah. Of uh, people that are like uh, either hunters or loggers or yeah. whatever construction workers have told stories about like seeing it and then immediately being pelted with like rocks or like logs or. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting. That, it's definitely a common thing. That so many encounters are like that. But what I what I love about this encounter, this is a normal person. Right. Like, yeah. this is a normal person who's at her house, having some coffee, having a smoke, starting off her day. Like, stories like that, in my brain, it's like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would she make this up? Yeah. Like... If there's... she was in the woods searching for exactly. evidence, that's one thing. Exactly. Yeah. When I read like, oh, a scientist found a footprint, and I'm like, okay, questionable. Yeah. But we're gonna let that one go. Who knows? Maybe he did. But yeah, ones like these, ones like hunters. Again, another one of my favorites are hunters because they'll immediately say, "I've seen hundreds of bears my whole life. Yeah. I've yeah. seen moose. I've seen elk. I've seen." all these animals not only seen but hurt yeah right. and hunted and like. have killed yeah and they're like that is not any of those things it's not one of those creatures it's not a bear it's just not a bear because most people they go they saw a bear they're like it's not they're like i yeah. hunted bear i've seen bear yeah it just is not one so that's kind of yeah i just don't think it would be made up and then to add to the conspiracy theories, a lot of people ask, then why aren't people doing more research to going and finding them? Mm-hmm. And the big the big thing is they say it would disrupt the logging industry. In like 19, I believe it was 93, they found a new species of, of an owl, the spotted owl. Mm-hmm. And they shut down this giant dam. Let me take a look real quick. That probably cost uh, In the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, jeez. Oh, 
they they shut down the entire construction of the dam and hundreds of thousands of people lost their jobs had to move like it shut down everything because they found a new owl and yes that's important don't get me wrong we have to preserve all wildlife it takes priority over construction and everything but i can't help and think about these families yeah they've lost everything yeah they lost everything. They had to move. They oh, their source they had to of be income. Taken out of schools. They had to yeah. be. Yeah. And when you tell them all, it's because of an owl. They're not going to be too happy. No. Like it made sense to me with it. my job. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, an owl. Protect the owl. We'll build another dam. Like big deal. It's different in a different type, a different part of the world. Yeah. yeah. So the big one. So if they discovered Bigfoot yes. exists. That yeah. would be it. Yeah, it would like, be. Like, there would be no more logging. There would no. be no more yeah. construction. Yeah, right. I crunched the numbers for logging industry. It produces $16 billion a year for the United States. It employs over hundreds of thousands of people, and there are 50,000 businesses. This is just in the United States. Again, the Yeti and Bigfoot and all of that, they've been seen all over the world. Mm-hmm. So if we were to shut that down, if a little owl did so much shutting down the entire Pacific Northwest and British Columbia and other parts, Illinois, Yeah, mm-hmm. there would have to be some serious overhaul. So a lot right. of conspiracy theorists will say it's very much because of that. Yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. It does. I, and I do like that, um, to bring it back to Bigfoot and the Thunderbird and different cultures around the world describing the same creatures absolutely there were missionaries that had uh, come back from africa and talked of several different tribes who were in no communication with each other whatsoever that described the same giant man-eating bird yeah so it's like it's just interesting to me that so many different cultures all over the world who don't Mm -hmm. talk to each other who have no means of communicating with each other or with the outside outside of their tribe having these stories about these creatures and they all just kind of add up yeah and i've definitely like uh, read many stories of people just visiting for a little bit and being like yeah i was in town for a week and i was driving super late at night and xyz happened so yeah it doesn't take these people that are like from the woods that are you know living breathing and dying in there it's like no anybody could see this that doesn't have this kind of idea that yeah bigfoot will be here or i'm going here to see bigfoot they're like no i was driving through i was going from you know new york to la and i saw this this happened to right me. i had no prior knowledge i didn't think that this was going to happen i would have never believed somebody told me i was going to see a bigfoot mm-hmm. but i know what i saw yeah how do you feel about bigfoot being a ghost <laughs> I mean, if that's not the answer, I don't know why we're having this podcast. That was one of our pieces of weird news yeah. in the past Bigfoot's week. Really? Bigfoot yeah, was a ghost. Yeah, they theorized Man. Bigfoot was a ghost because some psychic, this woman, had said that Bigfoot is actually a, a spirit that can cross into uh, into and out of our world, which is why there's not a lot of evidence left behind of Bigfoot, but there are a lot of sightings. I'll do you one better. I read that Bigfoot is actually the real, the real evolution train of what Neanderthals are. And we're actually just aliens that were brought down to earth to just colonize earth. That's why our bodies break down like no other animals. Our backs give out, our knees give out, like all normal things that 
if we were created through evolution, we should be okay doing, but we're not even a little bit. We have to wear shoes. We have to wear clothes. We have to do all these things that you wouldn't think we're supposed to be here. So I've read that, yeah, aliens put us here to colonize the Earth. Bigfoot is actually... And Bigfoot, Bigfoot is, is, is like yeah, native the native to that Neanderthals. Be, which, if you look at those little charts of evolution, yeah. Bigfoot looks like the ending result. We don't. Yeah. We're this Like we crazy all creature. of a sudden got smaller. Right. Where it's like evolution will say we needed to get bigger. Yeah, we'd be right. taller. Like, like, yeah, so there was height. a lot of things. And yeah, people think well, that, that we were just dropped off here. Well, that would make sense, too, if, you know, if, for example, the Bigfoot creatures that obviously got bigger 8 to 15 feet that's enormous so they are continually growing but also you know they could be each creature could be 200 years old yeah it's very possible yep I also like the idea that oxygen is actually poisonous and that we are, that's why we die. We eventually can't take any more of the oxygen. We're just slowly breathing in poison. Yeah, because they talk about, um, you know, the the oxidization of like, like rust, basically. That's oxygen having a reaction with you know, steel. Mm -hmm. Um, The the idea of that oxygen actually is poisonous to us, but it takes a hundred years. A lifetime finally kill us oh my gosh yeah. it's it's pretty interesting guys we're not it supposed to be here we're all not these supposed things to be here. And also we should not be talking about this we've I'm already established freaking out that a little people bit. are listening that should not be listening yes. oh my gosh but now i could like go down this rabbit hole all night oh yeah. <laughs> my gosh bigfoot is who's really supposed to be here and now there's probably only like six of them theory. left and we've yeah. like destroyed their world maybe yeah, like, yeah we've know. destroyed their habitat my gosh, they're just hiding in the woods in Canada. Like, there's only Throwing five of us. We hate you. And they're checking out. We hate you. Yes. This all could have been ours. <laughs> this was supposed to be ours. Georgia. That was great. Bigfoot's real, guys. Bigfoot, Bigfoot. is real. I, I feel Bigfoot's like I'm more great. of a believer after this. I, like, was very much it's no. And after hearing your story, I'm like, I want to look into yeah. it so much more. Like, I knew a couple stories off the top of my head, and I'm like, I should do some research for, like, the good ones. And I just, like, Google Bigfoot stories, and I'm like, wow, there's oh, wow. so many yeah. of these. Like, it was not difficult for me to find one in Illinois. I was like, well, this and would be fun. And in McHenry County, of all places. That, that was, was pretty That nice. was luck. And your It's a small your area. Birthday? My dad's. Your, your dad's. February 18th is my dad's birthday. And yeah, yeah, my grandma and all my aunts live in McHenry. It's like an hour outside of Chicago. And it's like, I'm sure the county is bigger. You said McHenry County, but McHenry, the town, is super tiny. So just in general, yeah. it was super random. That so you yeah, said that. a lot of people have seen them. That's Bigfoot. Crazy. Well, if we want to uh, to transition... You know, your story about uh, the panda bear yes. being like a myth, being mm-hmm. like uh, a conspiracy theory almost. Same thing happened with Kraken. Mm-hmm. With, oh, Kraken. Yeah, that was for, since the 18th century, that was a myth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until about 1925. Right. Because. Because they discovered there are colossal squids. Colossal squids. <laughs> Which, this First is the... First of all, colossal squids, just kill me. Um, yeah, which I know we have... Just let me die. No. We have a listener question about that later, like... Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's I it. Have, I have a lot to say Hands about down. that. Hands down. Um, yeah, I did research on sea monsters, so I guess we can kind of transition into that. And I did a couple, but the kraken was definitely one of them. And the kraken is something that... 
I don't know. I go back and forth because it is sort of a mythical creature because the way people described it, they were basically just describing either a giant or a colossal squid. But some people are like, no, no, no. The Kraken was actually like a crab-like whale is actually what it was. And people go back hmm. and forth like, no, you can't dismiss my claims of the Kraken as it just being a squid because it was actually more like a crab. So some people think the Kraken still hasn't been discovered and it's just resting on the deepest part of the ocean and will like come back to eat a ship one day. Mm-hmm. So the Kraken itself, you can go back and forth on and say it's real or it's not right. real. Well, but... if we can very quickly put this in perspective, I looked up the yes. statistic. 5% of the ocean floor has been uh, explored. Yeah. yeah. 5%. So there could hands down be a Kraken. A little crackly-dackly. Little, <laughs> little crackly-dackly hanging out. Um, but about the Kraken, according to Scandinavian mythology, the Kraken is a giant sea creature said to be a mile long, which, I mean, what just, I can't, I can't talk about it. I can't, I can't talk about it. That attacks ships and is generally described as an octopus or squid, but according to some, could also be a crab-like whale, which, what? I don't don't even know what you're saying. I'm trying to picture a crab-like whale. I feel like someone was like, you wouldn't believe it. It was a Kraken, like a squid. Squid, and they were like, oh, it's probably just a squid. I mean a crab whale. <laughs> <laughs> I meant crab whale. I know, I think I it's like, someone trying to, trying to scare me. You're trying Go to on. cover yeah. your tracks. Um, it was said that only two could have existed because they could not reproduce, and they would need so much food because of their size that they could not survive. Um, Why couldn't they reproduce? I don't know. These people infertile? be great. Oh, okay. They're totally infertile. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Um, the Kraken's feeding did they habits. Fuck, though? I know. <laughs> but did they fuck though? That's what we don't know about. Oh god. Um, the Kraken's feeding habits would there are claims that it would trap surrounding fish by stretching its neck out with a giant belch. What? Who I don't made know. This I don't up? know what these people are. Um, this Well, that was one of the legends though for the sailors. They said like if all of a sudden you started catching a lot of fish to watch then you out, thought the Kraken was the coming. Kraken could have been scaring them to the surface. Right. Huh. And like if they were if the Kraken was opening its mouth and letting out this belch, like all the fish would be swimming upwards and then it would come up to a swallow crab whale with gas. With a belch, yeah, that has a gas problem. <laughs> Um, so it was believed to cause large whirlpools, and the Swedish author Jacob Wallenberg described the kraken in 1781 as follows. Gradually, the kraken would ascend to the surface, and when he is at 10 to 12 feet from the surface, surface, (laughs) my lisp came out, the boats had better move out of his vicinity as he will shortly thereafter burst up like a floating island, spurting water from its dreadful nostrils, making ring waves around the boat, and it can reach for miles and miles. The kraken is said to lie at the bottom of the sea and only surface when it's in search of food or when it is disturbed by a large ship or giant propellers. And the myth of the Kraken is believed by many historians to have originated from a giant squid, which that's what we were talking about. And squids can be up to 18 meters in length, but they're not as big as the colossal squid. No, colossal squid. Bum, bum, bum. Col- no, I can't even talk about the which, colossal squid. Colossal squids are real. So this is what's yeah. crazy is the Kraken. they've only found babies. I know. They've only found babies and they've only found tentacles in sperm whales' stomachs. So that's how they know it exists. Yeah. And they think... Their baby size that came from a mother squid that can reach up to what did it say? There was something crazy. Uh, on was it forty six feet? Yep, 
It was up to 46 feet, which I can't wrap my head around that. A 46 foot long colossal squid. Uh, What? Who? No. Do you know that a colossal squid's eyes are as big as a dinner plate? Ew. Can you imagine, like, finding that eyeball, like, on your boat? (laughs) Ashley. Ashley looks so upset. Just... I'm throwing in the towel. I, I hate the ocean. <laughs> the ocean is the like worst fish place. fish already creep me drain out. Drain it. Drain Get it. Rid of Let's them. drain it. Get rid when of them. I, Mars bitches. <laughs> Ship them. When I think about the things that are living on the bottom of the ocean, it gives me chills. It creeps yes. me out. Like just doing research on the Kraken and then starting to read about the colossal squid, like looking at photos was just like giving me tingles to my core. My body Can't. started contorting yeah. in weird ways because I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so much we don't even know is down there. What if a kraken is yeah. just lying on the bottom of the sea yeah. and it's a mile long? And like, just the Ugh. pressure alone. Like, I love that we have these giant submarines that are like, yeah, if this wasn't here, we would be the size of a can. But little Nemo is just chilling down there with a light on his head. <laughs> yes. How? How? How Tell are you doing this, how. little Nemo? Tell Maybe me how. they're aliens, too. I wouldn't Ooh. put it past them. Alien I fishies. I wouldn't put it past them. They're up to no good. They're up to something. How do they breathe underwater? Explain that to me, scientists. <laughs> okay, so here's some little things. Just a little more on the colossal whale. This or the colossal whale. I am just. Crab whale. I have lists. I have all kinds of things. Can um, you do the rest of the episode with Yes, a lisp. Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> so the species was first discovered when the form of two tentacles was found in the stomach of a sperm whale in 1925. Blech. And in 1981, a Russian traveler in the Ross Sea off the coast of Antarctica caught a large squid with a total length of 13 feet, which was later identified as an immature female version of the colossal whale. 2003, a complete specimen of a sub-adult female was found near the surface with a total length of 20 feet and a mantle of 8 feet. The specimen shows that the colossal squid could grow larger then 500 kilograms, which is 1,000 pounds, and possibly up to 1,600 pounds. No. 2005, a specimen was captured at a depth of 5,000 feet while taking a fish from a long line off of South Georgia Island. Although the mantle was not brought aboard, the mantle length was estimated to be about 8 feet, and the tentacles measured 7 feet. The animal is thought to have weighed between 100, no, to up to 300, 400 pounds. No, thank you. Largest recorded specimen was captured in 2007 on New Zealand in a fishing boat off of Antarctica, and it was estimated to be 15 feet in length and weighing 1,000 pounds. How do they capture them? I know. That's what I don't understand. All it says is it was taken back to New Zealand for study, but it's like, how'd you get it? Yeah. How did you get it <laughs> onto you your boat? It? How did you get that back? We can't catch one of these little kitties running around here. I know. They're, they're slinky, catching colossus. They are slinky, though. Um, the colossal squid, this I hate. (laughs) (laughs) I just hate it. Uh, not only, uh, well, okay, it's, it's tentacles are equipped with sharp hooks and suckers lined with small teeth. Yep. So, what? They have little spikes that just come to stab you. No, Not thank only you. does it have its beak, because squids have beaks. No, yeah. those fucking beaks. But I did read this, which is on like some scientific website. Uh, the giant squid have been observed in their natural habitat, and they're actually pretty nice. Yeah. Apparently, no, yeah, they're <laughs> no, actually no, like kind of like so super funny, sweet, though. and like they only attack like direct prey, and they eat pretty small things, right? 
Um, like all the depictions back in the day were of like them attacking a whale, but really the whales would probably attack them. Like right. they wouldn't attack. They would have no. They're well, so the tentacles smart. were so found in a whale's stomach, yeah. so, so it's like whale the dog. whales were going Dick after whale. Them. Dick uh, whale. <laughs> but yeah, it says um, uh, and they eat very daintily too. Apparently, Aww. they're like nah, 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 little beak. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, they have a little beak because yeah. they can't like eat num, fast because they'll like choke. Aww. Um. So basically it said, you know, uh, there's very little evidence to suggest that these creatures would try and drag a boat underwater unless there's something else lurking below the surface. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we've, okay, everybody's, <laughs> like, everybody's knocking it off. Like, it's the colossal squid. We found it. We've studied it. It's fine. But, like, Kraken could still be there. Yeah. Because it could be this crab whale that everybody's talking about. Crab. Just chilling at the maybe bottom of the ocean. Maybe it only cups, comes up like every, you know, once a century. Right. To get some land meat. <laughs> yeah. Good old land meat. Yeah. yeah, that's what, that's the thing. I think people are brushing off the Kraken too easily saying like, it's just a squid. Get over it. I'm like, I don't know, man. There are species that are found like every year. Right. Just yeah. last year they found these dolphins that are now freshwater dolphins. Mm-hmm. They're like right next to a river runoff to the ocean, and yep. they started swimming upriver and holding their breath and all that so they could get to the fish. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, they evolved, and now they're fine to swim in freshwater rivers. Yep. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, and that's new things. Like, all I new know. things all the time. That's Sharks, like too. A yep. Nessie. Like the Loch Ness Nessie. Monster. You know, it's like a ple- pleosaur. Yeah, pleosaurus. Bigfoot with little stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot with little stuff. The idea, I of course, like maybe not in that small pond mm-hmm. that it's been sighted in. Well, yeah. it's a small the lake. Loch Ness, yeah. But the, the <laughs> or is it a river or a lake? It, it's what's a lake. the Loch Ness? It's a lake. It's a lake. Yeah, because like it's, it's called a loch. Yeah, there are catacombs underneath that, that could lead potentially to, lead, to, lead to more. To right, but it's like this larger. landlocked, tiny right. little body of water. But here's my yeah. thing about a creature like the Loch Ness Monster, which is uh, Bigfoot with water stuff, Littlefoot with water stuff. I there's no, I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever that that particular dinosaur could still potentially exist somewhere in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Who hands down. Could possibly say that it does not. You yeah. can't tell me with full certainty that it doesn't. No. And that's where I live. That's where my brain kind of lives. Yeah. Is you can't you can tell say, me like, with it's 100% not certainty. Yeah, you t- of course it's unlikely. Like, yeah, right. because he's not kicking it with us in this podcast right now. That's right. But Do you hear what's happening? Is my yeah, neighbor your neighbor drilling he somebody? Is. Your neighbor's Maybe trying to is. drill through the wall to get into us and try and kill us. That's what I've got. He's like the candy man. So I also feel like more planes have been flying over than usual, so people are angry that we're having this discussion and everyone's attacking Angry us from people. all sides. Peeps. Um, yeah, the Loch Ness Monster is a Pleosaurus. I think yeah. I'm Pleosaurus. I don't know. Pleosaurus, yeah, Plesiosaurus, something like that, which is a type of marine dinosaur which is said to have roamed the planet 205 million years ago. But judging by the theories about Nessie... That is kind of what they guess it would look like. Just sort of some sort of dragon-like creature seen in the water. Um, Around one million people visit Loch Ness each year just to go try and see this monster. There's two visitor centers located around Loch Ness that have like little steps you can step up on. And it's like a Nessie viewing area where people just step up to try and view. And it's like Scotland 
is a great place to visit anyway, but good old Loch Ness is driving all the tourists in there. People firmly believe the monster's there. Oh, 100%. Oh, hands down. I would be there. But that's what I love about Nessie is how much it brings people together. And I guess Bigfoot does the same thing. That's what I love about Nessie is the friendship. (laughs) The friendship that forms the community that really, you know, bonds us. But it is like, there are just, when I was doing research for the Loch Ness Monster, like just so many online forums and clubs and viewing parties take place and there's like Google Street View is like supposedly right above Nessie's lair which like people can sit and watch for activity like there's just video cameras that just like people can sit and watch for Nessie sightings which nothing ever happens or people think that like a little duck splashing in the water could be something but nothing ever really happens but people are so dedicated to seeing Nessie and I just love that but um yeah, so I guess a little research on Nessie. There are said to be um, tons of lake monsters around the world, but the superstar that outshines them all is Nessie, Nessie. the beast that inhabits Scotland's Cousin Loch Ness. Wessie. Cousin of Wessie. Um, some claim that the Loch Ness monster was first reported in 565 AD. According to Catholic legend, St. Columbia turned away a giant beast that was threatening a man in the Ness River, which flows into the lake. So people think, oh, it's that same monster. However, it is tempting to suggest that this encounter was a true historical record of the beast's existence and that people just started this myth and it could have been Satan in the form of a serpent. I don't know. People are saying crazy things. So we don't know if it's Nessie for sure, but that was one thing that happened in the River Ness. Um, But the real reports and the ones that are a little more believable and what people are kind of clinging on to, those started around 1933 when a story was published in the Inverness Courier, a local newspaper in Scotland, describing that a monstrous head or hump had popped up, but it could have also just been ducks fighting in the water and splashing well, around. So people were ducks. people went back and forth saying, no, it was more of a monster, and all kinds of things were going back and forth. But also in 1933, the first picture was taken by a London surgeon named Kenneth Wilson. That's the famous yeah, one, Yeah, it's right? the famous picture. It's called the Surgeon's Photo. Because originally Kenneth Wilson didn't want his name in the paper, so it was just like, the surgeon's photo. But we found out decades later it was just a hoax, and it was something thrown into the water by a bunch of pranksters that was put together. But when that first went into the paper, everyone went insane. Everyone held on to it and thought it was completely true. Um, Have you, by the way, seen this picture of the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, that's like the one, that's the first one I ever saw. That one's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's her. That's Nessie. Um, I'll post a picture of it on our Facebook page. Yeah, on our Facebook page, page. you guys have to see that one. I've seen a ton, but every every time I see that one, I'm like, what is it? It looks so real, like what else could that be? It looks just like it. So the surgeon's photograph was called a fake in 1975, and in 1999, a book came out called Nessie, The Surgeon's Photograph Exposed, and it explains the hoax that was accomplished using a toy submarine and a fake head and neck, and the model was sunk after being photographed and is presumably still hanging out somewhere in the lock. Um, Other sightings include... There's a lot. In 1933, um, a a very blurry picture of Nessie was captured by Hugh Gray on November 12th, but people say it's way too blurry to stick with it. It could have also been his Labrador 
swimming and retrieving a stick in the water. It's very hard to tell, but that was just another photo that came out where everyone was like, could be, not sure. Part of the lock is 812 feet deep, and that is where they claim is Nessie's lair because it's the deepest part. So they're like, that's totally where she's hanging out. Um, The Loch Ness Monster's nickname, yes, it's Nessie because of Loch Ness, but the word Nessie also means pure. So pure little lady hanging out. There are 200,000 searches for the Loch Ness Monster on Google each month. That is how many times people Google this bitch. I like it. Um, Normal visibility under the water is no more than four inches, so you can't really see anything under there, so there's not really any underwater pictures. That's why everything would have to be above the surface, and that's why if you see, like, garbage or anything floating above the surface, they're like, there's the hump! It's her! And it's like a sack of shit. Well, I think I found (coughs) a real picture. Please show us. Of Nessie. Well, it's actually of... It's a Bigfoot riding Nessie and, yes, and I know slipping off the camera. So I think that's probably It's the real. greatest. <laughs> this is everything to me. This also has to be posted on the Facebook Yes. Page. That's for sure 100% I, real. Yeah, I love this No photo. questions. No questions. No further questions, Mysteries. Your No further questions. Solved. Loch Ness real. So Loch Ness is one of these huge mysteries where we don't really have any proof but still so many people hold on to the truth and think she's real and people will until the day they die fight for Nessie's truth. I'm going to fight for her rights. I'm going to fight for her right to To party. party. Yeah, that's what I'm fighting for. Fight for Nessie. Nessie. I have faith in her. I think she could be I have faith in her. I don't see, I mean, you know, like I said, that... If it was completely landlocked, there were no canals. It was just right. that lake. That's one thing to be mm-hmm. like, oh, probably not. Questionable. Yeah. But I know that there are uh, rivers that lead oh, yeah. into that body of water. Right. So it's it's not beyond the realm totally. of like. It's not impossible. Reality all. to think that some sort of large creature is making their way into the. Slurping or has around. once. Because honestly, the like. Real life sightings all took place quite a while ago, so it's very, very well could be that it's been hoaxes ever since. But that totally. doesn't discredit the um, the original, the things. actual existence of the creature. Yeah, and I also agree with you that there also could be this type of creature in the ocean. Like I don't know oh, why 100%. Loch Ness had to be singled out in this moment because it seems like probably the most unbelievable place that this creature right. could be. But yeah, in the ocean, of course, there could be a little foot with water stuff dragon thing. well i mean yeah you just i mean the the giant squid was a myth until 1925 it hasn't even been a mm-hmm. hundred years yeah. right panda. panda panda you're exactly right and if we did here's the thing if we didn't have pandas we would not have panda express oh i Reach. love panda and express my, oh, my life orange chicken. would not be worth living am i eating that mean? after this probably yes Morena. i had orange chicken this afternoon for lunch <gasps> George, you were just like meant to be with us. I love it. <laughs> it's, I love is it everybody. true that they have burritos now, where you can get you can get like you can get orange chicken and <laughs> rice in like rolled up into like a burrito wrap? Interesting. Uh, I, did I, I not. saw that online, and I went, "Jesus, take the wheel." Yeah, Jesus as he should. That's impressive. Over. 
No, I just go orange chicken. Orange chicken, please. Yep, orange They'll be like, chicken. do you want a side? And I say, I said orange chicken. <laughs> yeah, a side of orange chicken. A side of that. some more orange chicken. Gosh, their orange chicken is so good. But um, so is their honey walnut shrimp. We got a really good, not to break away from the Panda Express talk, Ooh, because it's sure. very important stuff. We got a really great um, guest feedback, or a guest addition to our monster episode. Yes. And uh, we, we've been, you know, it's we're, we're nearing the end, so I will try and make it quick. But uh, Susie Shercliffe sent in her local uh, monster, the Popelick Monster. Uh, the Popelick Monster lives in Louisville, Kentucky, and lives underneath, underneath the Popelick Trestle. He is half man, half goat. Uh, this creature who has Ooh. quite a few urban legend origin stories. Some stories claim the goat man is the unholy spawn of a farmer who had sex with his animals. Ooh. Okay. Uh, others say the farmer was a Satanist who sacrificed goats so that he would be resurrected as a half goat, half human, destined to haunt the trestle forever. But who would want that? Nope. Uh, another is that he's a circus freak uh, that was in the Ringling Brothers Circus that traveled through uh, Louisville and now lives in the woods near the trestle. Uh, reports of the monster go back further than 1940, but no one really knows what or when the first event was. A lot of reports say this creature lures people to jump from the trestle using either hypnosis or by mimicking their loved ones' voices. Another legend is that an encounter with a creature is just so unsettling that its very sight can induce people to leap off the trestle. Some reports uh, have also been the creature has jumped onto the hood of their car from the trestle. Uh, so many people have actually lost their lives at the trestle, either by committing suicide or from accidental death searching for the public monster. In fact, just last year, a couple in their late 20s were on the trestle searching for clues when a train, it's actually an active train track, which a lot of people don't realize because it's an old, rusty-ass trestle. So they think they're safe. So they were on the trestle exploring, and then this train comes barreling at them at like 40 miles an hour. Uh, she, He survived, but she didn't. Ugh. I can't um, believe he survived. I thought well, he got hit by a train they, like, done. they both jumped off opposite sides, and he was... He, he got hit in the arm, but it just, like, it hurt him. The train hit him, but he was, like, swinging off the side of this trestle, and she tried to do the same, but the train hit her and threw her body, like... Wow, like, oh, man. 300 feet, like, she went flying, and, yeah, she ended up dead. She was 26, uh, which these deaths only add to the legend and the lore of the Pope Lake monster. Man, that soup's creepy. Man, half goat. Half man, half goat. That is something I never want to run into. He's like a man's body with like hooves. So it's like Mr. Tumnus. Yeah, Mr. Tumnus. Um, no, Narnia. Narnia? Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Ashley, get out. I thought it was a Harry Potter thing, and I was like, I don't. You know, I don't know anything about it. Which is another huge tragedy, and we can't bring it up. Before I'll get upset with you. (laughs) Um. So to before we end. We had a listener question. Which fictional monster scares you the most when you consider the possibility of actually meeting it? Kraken. Kraken. That's, like, it scares me to my core. I mean, I don't even like watching videos of, like, octopus. No, I was going to say, even a squid. Yeah. Water creatures scare the hell out of me. But I don't know. I think the... The ghosts and demons thing. That's what really gets me. I'll handle a creature. 
So you're okay with a monster, but no ghost. Yes. If I see you a ghost are of, like, of my grandmother, who I love, I'm running for the woods. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if she okay. just has, like, my favorite meal prepared, and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know I love you, I'm screaming and running. <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> that. I love you. I'm going to go kick it with the Kraken. With the Kraken. Because that's where I'm and saying. Sasquatch. So what if we did, okay, so what if we did, um, if you were confronted with Frankenstein's monster... The Wolfman, Swamp Thing, Ooh. and Dracula. Ooh. Which one would you be the most scared of? Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. It's You're always just water. water for you me. You just don't like water. I like. I don't. When I can't see beneath the surface. Penny, excuse you. This cat is a mare. When I can't see beneath the surface, especially. That's it's like swamps, really deep. muddy yes. lakes. Like, yes. yeah, that water and like deep, deep ocean. If I don't know what's going on down there, uh-huh. you best believe I'm That's running fair. for the hills. So yeah. to sum it up, we hate water. Here. Yes. Yes. I don't even like, I don't like, I don't like looking at it. No. Nope. I don't like Get drinking it. Out. it. It doesn't even I don't want anything. it in my body. I hate water. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ashley? Of those four, who did I say? Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman. Mine would have to be probably either Swamp Thing, because I'm with you, man. I don't like water stuff. But also probably maybe the Wolfman, because he can't control himself. Uh Uh-huh. And he just, like, rip you to shreds. Even if you're like, no, 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 it's fine. It's like, nope, that full moon comes out. It's me. Your mother. And then I get ripped to shreds. (laughs) You're still ripped to shreds. There's no escaping. So in this hypothetical, you're... Your son or daughter is the wolf? Yes, George. Yes. Yeah, my son, actually. He's a There's really wolf women. nice boy. It's 2017. <laughs> He's a really nice boy. He's yeah. a really nice Come boy. Come on, Unless. George, what would you say? I completely echo the swamp thing. That is pretty terrifying. He's also real the, ugly. He is very he is. ugly. Just yeah, covered in, like, barnacles I feel like and Dracula, he's in Transylvania, wherever, it's fine. Frankenstein, just misunderstood. Totally misunderstood. misunderstood. I have a ton of Frankenstein stuff. Yeah, not, not dangerous. Wolfman is pretty terrifying. Yeah. I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, Wolfman can't handle, you know, himself. No, there's no yeah. stopping him. He just, he goes insane and can't see anything else except, like, his mm-hmm. aggression and his yeah. need to He's like the Incredible Hulk. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Scarlett Johansson, can you? I'm getting really nervous because we're talking about. (laughs) We don't have to. We're done. Okay, we're not talking about monsters anymore. We're gonna we're gonna go to bed. We're gonna go to bed. Okay, turn it off, mom. Don't forget about the kraken, and it's gonna kill you. Okay, well, okay, cool. I'm never going in the ocean again. I'm never going in the lake. Penny, you have to relax too. I think she's freaking out about the kraken. Uh, okay, well, that's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and on our Keep It Weird Facebook page. We also have a website now. Um, nothing super fancy, but it will be someday probably be fancy. So Hopefully. if you want to check that out, the link is yes. on our Facebook page. Uh, if you like the show, please do us a huge favor and head over to our iTunes and leave us a five-star review. The more five-star reviews we get, the more we will be seen and heard and the more successful this podcast will become and please always send in your stories your theories your questions uh the most important part of this podcast for us is interacting with our listeners and hearing your stories so even if you think this story is dumb or they won't think it's weird enough prepare to be surprised we love it uh you can send it in to keep it weirder at gmail.com or go through our website or our facebook 
Uh, we want to quickly, again, thank everyone who donated to our GoFundMe. We yeah. raised $600 in less than 48 hours, and it's all going to the podcast and Spooky Trips. So thank you. Do you have anyone to thank? Uh, you never do. I'm, You're ungrateful. Ungrateful. Well, I pretty much, I thanked George and my sister and my friend Amanda all on that one day. And they're pretty much like the same people who just keep yeah. coming back with all the love. Oh, and my friend Jill, she's now submitted two stories. So shout out to yeah, Jill, thanks, too. Jill. The best. Oh, and my friend Jackie in Nashville. So there we go. I'm there adding go. some more Good. friends. And we have she's to thank in... George for coming yes, in today. Yes, no, thank you guys. Thanks, it was a, George. It was an honor. Yay. We love having it. you. Do you want to give your Instagram handle, or you don't want anyone to no, know anything about you? I am Well, off I can tell you that it He's a used to guy. be Gorgeous, Gorgeous Georges. <laughs> that was my Twitter account. <laughs> Gorgeous Georges. That was my Gorgeous. innocent messenger oh, handle. Hey, I crushed AOL. Dude, I yeah, crushed I the AOL. Adam. Do you remember, uh, what was that one? It was like... IQ or no Q? ICQ. ICQ. Oh my gosh! Throwback. You couldn't even read my shit because it was black and I had like hot pink letters. Anyway, oh was all about it. Gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous doesn't exist anymore. But you can it search doesn't. it anyway. Maybe yeah, you'll find you can it. Find uh, join us next internet. week when we talk about. We don't know. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. So we haven't day really decided birth. yet what we're gonna be doing. We're either gonna talk about uh, something uh, random that we really love. Or we might even go ahead and do a listener ghost stories episode. And we might have, maybe we could do a listener ghost stories episode with a couple guests. Yeah, Because we totally. will be convening for my birthday. Yeah, we're so going to be celebrating be and being ghost. weird yeah. all at the same time. Don't shake your head. Not a fan, <laughs> not not a fan, a fan of that. And George can't do the ghost. listen next week. I will oh. see you guys the week after. George, what's our sign off this week? Oh, wow. Our sign off. I mean, the classic is what? Keep it weird. Uh-huh. Yep. That's the classic. If you're a weird, are all about monsters, we gotta, we gotta keep believing. Uh-huh. Keep, keep believing. So don't stop believing, maybe? Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Trademark. TM. TM. Do we, do we sing it? Or just say it? We can sing it. We can sing it. You can sing it. No, you we all have to sing it. it. Oh, okay, we'll, sing we'll it. sing it with you for sure. Go ahead. Ready? Such a liar. One, two, three, and we're Don't singing. stop <laughs> believing. <laughs> Woo! And keep it weird. Keep it weird, guys. Nailed it. Wonderful.